Hey college kids, welcome back to my podcast, Who Cares About College? In today's episode, I'll be interviewing Michelle. So one thing I want to say is make sure you subscribe before you start listening. But other than that, I hope you guys enjoy. Hey college kids, welcome back to my podcast, Who Cares About College? In today's interview, I'm going to be interviewing Michelle. So Michelle, could you please introduce yourself? Yes. Hi, guys. I'm Michelle Taffy. I am 18 years old. I live in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. In the fall, I will be attending Howard University and I will be a nursing major. A nursing major. Oh, interesting. Okay. So let's start with the very basics. Are you the first in your family to go to college in America? Um, no, I am not the first person to go to college in my family. I see. So are you a legacy student or is this, are you the first person in your family attending Howard University? I am actually the first person in my family to attend Howard University. So did you, do you have any older siblings that went so you can, you know, refer to them and ask them about the college process? No, I am actually the oldest of oldest child in my family so this is really a trial run for my family okay so yeah okay so when did you start thinking about college or when maybe it was your parents who started you so who started the college process for you first and when did you do that um the college process really started for me around the second semester of 10th grade it just really dawned upon me because um, mainly our teachers and counselors, they began to talk to us about resumes and stuff and think about where we want to go for college and look up statistics on the college so we can know how can we get into those universities. So it really started for me in 10th grade. And my mom was a big influence on um, starting my college process just so I can get it over with so I won't drag on it like be mm-hmm. dawned on it um, during my senior year. How important was it for your parents to get into like a good school? Did education matter so much that you felt the pressure to, or were they fine with any college that you attended? Um, I will say there was a lot of pressure from my parents on my college decision, and I would I will say that I did I did have a choice in where I wanted to go, but. I really, then again, I really didn't because it was more, you know, down to like the school's reputation and what they're known for and the education of each college that I chose. I see. Okay. So we'll get into the, like actually choosing your college a little bit later, but for now, let's talk about your application. So can you give me the basics in terms of your grades? So can you give me your GPA unweighted, weighted if your school did that? And then any classes you took such as APs, IBs, or honors? Um, my unweighted GPA was a 3.5 and my weighted GPA was a 3.8. For the past for the past few years, I've been in IB courses. So I was on the diploma can I was a diploma candidate. Mm-hmm. And yeah. What IB classes or at least at by the end of high school, how many IBs had you taken? I took about I believe I took seven IB courses. Okay, and what did you score on average in those if you took the IB tests? Um, well, I scored mainly fours on everything. That's about my average score. Mm-hmm. And let's see, let's move on to your 
SAT or ACT. So which one did you take? Um, I took the ACT. ACT. And how did you start preparing for that? Well, honestly, um, when I first took the ACT, I just went in there to see like where I was at. But then when it got closer to time, the way I started preparing for the ACT is that I took their online prep and I also had books as well. So, yeah, I started to um, study when I when I had time to do because I also had to manage schoolwork and with IB and study for the ACT. So that was a lot of work right there. So I really just studied whenever I had time. But mainly when I like when it was the week of the ACT, that's when I began to jam pack the studying down to where I had to study every day. What did you end up getting on the ACT, the super score that you submitted to all schools? I currently do not know my super score, but my highest score that I got was a 24. I will mm-hmm. say that um, test taking really isn't my my go-to because it really did it really did take me a long time to get my score up to where I wanted it to be because my scores bounced around a lot. But then after a while, I I just like it really the ACT it really just it I just had to really work for my the score even though my score it's it's really like an average score like an average American score Mm -hmm. but yeah I had to work for it so yeah I'm I'm glad like I'm glad that I got my I was happy that I got my score but I felt as if maybe if I applied myself a little bit more I could have gotten it higher So would you recommend to people, whether they're taking the SAT or ACT, to start preparing for it earlier than you might think? Yes, I I do believe that um, you should. I feel like maybe even like when you first start high school, yes, you should be preparing for the ACT. That's one thing that um, my parents got from me being their first child, like with my brother. He just be, he just began his high school a journey this like last school year, mm-hmm. and I told them all, and they realized like he has to start on the ACT early because once you start at a late like towards when it's time to be applying for colleges, it gets too late where to where you can't even really do anything about your I testing. See. So if so, you said you're not a good test taker, and you seem to have only taken the ACT. So did you ever give the SAT into any consideration? I didn't know because I, when it, when it was time for me to like actually when I had the chance to actually sign up for a, a SAT, I just thought to myself I have to learn another format of a test when I was already very familiar with the ACT format. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay. It's good that you stuck to, stuck to the ACT. Let's move on to another part of your application, and that is your extracurricular. So can you give me? at least the most important extracurriculars that you put on your college application? Um, yeah, student council was a very important um, extracurricular that I put on my application. And also um, another one was Black Student Union and an outside organization that I'm in that is called Top Teams of America. Though all, of the, all of the extracurriculars that I put on my application was mainly geared towards leadership. I see. So did you did you hold a leadership leadership position in all of those activities? Yes, besides Black Student Union. What do you think was your most significant or most outstanding, I would say, extracurricular that you had? 
like what do you think would like drive the college to pick you like if they saw the extracurricular they would be like oh that that's really good of her um i think it would be this uh, the student count uh, me being a part of student council for four years um i was the president of my class for uh all four years of high school and especially during the last year um, junior year going into senior year, I think that's what really made me stand out to colleges because our school went through a drastic change that no that normally no schools ever go through this year. And I took um, extra steps to make sure that our school and the student body was intact to where we could all um, have a normal school year. I see. Okay, good. So when you were choosing which extracurriculars that you want the you wanted to participate in did you ever have in mind like oh this will look good on my college application oh that will look good on my college application or did you do all of them because you genu- genuinely enjoyed all of them most of the extracurricular activities i was in in high school i genuinely enjoyed being in them that's that's what i did before like i didn't even realize after a while, I didn't even realize because most people were like, yeah, that looks really good on your resume. You need to keep that on there. And then I was just like, oh, wow. So, uh-huh. yeah, it was more out of the genuine interest. I see. Okay. So, like, by the time college apps rolled around and you had to, you know, write down, because I think they only give you, what, 10 slots? I, I believe, yeah, it was 10 slots, yes. Yeah, okay. So when they give you those 10 slots, did you ever find that, like, oh, you did some extra cu- curriculars, like, uselessly? You realized it wouldn't even go on your college application? Um, yes, I did have I did have to choose, pick and choose which extracurriculars were, you know, more, looked more significant than the others that I had to choose, like, out of all the extracurriculars I had. Okay, so... For college students now and for, you know, your brother right now, he's a rising sophomore, right? Yes. Yeah. So what ex- what advice would you give when picking extracurriculars? Because you did have some that didn't even go on your college application. I will say that um, when you are choosing your extracurriculars, make sure you actually have a passion for that extracurricular because that also makes your time more value during during it so you won't waste your time during that extracurricular so yeah that's mainly the advice that i have but also just make sure like it like it like when you're doing the extracurricular extracurricular that you're leaving an impact so let's move on to another part of your application which is the recommendation letter so where did you who did you get your recommendation letters from um, I actually got my recommendations letters from, of course, you have to have your counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, I got one from my class sponsor, which is also my history teacher. And then I got one from my principal. Is the class sponsor the person who sponsors your club? Yes, they sponsor the senior class like for their graduation. Like the uh-huh. person who oversees a class during their time during high school to make sure they have enough funds for um, class activities. I see. Okay. And I'm sure you had some sort of relationship with your teacher, but what about your guidance counselor and principal? How well did you know them? Um, I knew my principal very well because um, me being in student council, I worked very close with him. So Mm -hmm. I was doing a lot of projects with him for students as well. But and my guidance counselor, she's pretty new. She came last year and I was in her office a lot because of college Mm -hmm. so I got to know her very well 
do you think that they wrote something more substantial than the average student that they would write a recommendation letter for? I truly do believe they they didn't write me a an average letter that they get just based off of my resume. I think my recommendation letters were more personal due to the fact that I had a closer relationship with my uh, the people. I see. Okay. So let's see. Let's move on to your essays. So for your, and you applied Common App, right? Yes. Okay. So what did you write for your Common App essay? Um, well, so for my Common App essay, I did, the, I, I believe my prompt was, it, it was something like, um, show how you, uh, you sparked personal growth within yourself. So mm-hmm. I chose that prompt because like that could like I felt like that was the best for me go- because of the circumstances that our school was put in from junior year to senior year. And I basically wrote about how my school was being merged into a different school and everyone didn't want every like people had mixed emotions about it because it was our senior year. And so I wrote about basically how leadership how I had to use my leadership role to actually bring two student bodies together, even though no one wanted to cooperate. That's what I really wrote my um, common app essay over. Yeah. Okay, I see. So do you think that that essay, how would you say? Because colleges, they can't interview and know every single student that applies. So they rely on like more essays to get more personal with you. So do you think that your essay did reflect that? Do you think that the admissions officer knew more about you rather than your grades or your extracurriculars? Yes, I felt like my um, my essay, it really did show a lot of my characteristics. In the So we have the different components of your application together. So out of all of those components, which one do you think made the most impact in your acceptance to all the schools, to all the schools that you got accepted into? Um, I will say I feel like my essays probably did it for me due to the fact that I wasn't really a strong candidate in the GPA and ACT range. Mm-hmm. So I think I think my essays and maybe closely behind my recommendation letters as well. Okay. And so essays were personally your strongest point. But overall, what do you think is the most important component of your application and why? This one, that's, that's kind of a hard question. Well, to me, I feel like, um, well... I feel as if your GPA and your and your testing score to the colleges that is that is a significant factor in your acceptance. Mm-hmm. So of course the GPA and the scores are going to be one of the main things you're worried about. But I also feel like that the essays are a very big thing that you that you actually need to make sure that are very good because at the end of the day, someone else can have the same GPA and score as you, but how can they tell you guys apart without knowing you? Oh, that's, yeah. that's the thing. So that's why I feel like the essays are a big thing. I see that. That's good. That's actually good. You said that. I didn't think of that before. Let's see. How did you create a college list to apply to? And did your parents help you with that? Or was it kind of you just picking and choosing? Well, I picked, I chose, okay, so mainly most of the colleges that I applied to were in state because mm-hmm. I, cause I'm more of a homebody. So that's when I did that. And then, so when I applied to Howard, that's 
pretty far from my house. So yeah. I applied to the school just because I've, I've actually visited the campus and I really loved it, but I, I wanted to go there. So I applied there as well. And I also applied to Spelman College, which is in Atlanta, Georgia. So yeah, my, most of my, I chose where I wanted to go for the most part, but yeah, so. Yeah. And then for Oklahoma, I heard there's not that many universities there. So did you only have like a couple from there? Yes. We, I believe we all like, I believe there's about five or six major universities, but I did, I did apply to those. Yes. Okay, so which ones did you apply in state? Um, I applied to University of Oklahoma, Tulsa University, Oklahoma State. So, yes. which one, which college in state or out of state was your first choice? Like, which is the which college was the one that you really, really wanted to go to? So, in state, that I was having a very difficult decision on the in state. My my mom is an alumni of Oklahoma State University. So mm-hmm. I basically grew up on that campus due to due to the fact that I was always at their events that they had. But then um, over time throughout high school, I went to a lot of leadership camps at the University of Oklahoma. And I actually fell in love with the school and the community that I was a part of there. So that's so me being I was really torn with the in-state, but um, out of state Howard, I really did love Howard because of the atmosphere and basically, yeah, the atmosphere in that it was something different. I, like, I just felt like it wasn't as com- like I needed to be out of my comfort zone because in Oklahoma, there's it's very small. So everyone yeah. knows everyone. So, yeah, I felt like D.C. would actually help me branch out and better myself. Which was Howard the most, I guess you could say, selective school that you applied to? Yes. So you applied to these colleges. Which college decision decision came out first and what was it? Um, the first college decision I got was Oklahoma State University and I got accepted. Well, that's good. Okay. I bet your mom was very happy about that one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. And then were all the other Oklahoma colleges out after that? Um, I, yes, I got the, actually, I got every acceptance letter from Oklahoma first because I, I think they, um, I don't know how they do it, but I think it's rolling admission. So they're accepting people at all times and not the selective, um, dates that common app gives you for when you get your, um, acceptance letters back, like how there's early decision, regular decision dates. They didn't actually abide by those dates. So yeah, I got all of my Oklahoma admissions sponsors back pretty fast before the um, before the end of first semester. And I got my Howard decision back because I applied early decision mm. in late November, I believe. No, I got it back in December. Yes, December. I see. Okay. And then what about Spelman College? So as I, I did apply to Spelman College, but I also withdrew my application due to the fact that I got my Howard, um, I got my Howard admissions letter back before it was time for me to turn in the application for Spelman College. Oh, I see. Is the Howard is Howard University binding? Um, yes. Uh, I see. Okay. So I have one question that's not related to the colleges, but you mentioned rolling admissions, and no matter how much I research, I really can't understand that. So could you quickly explain to me what that is? Um, I believe that rolling admission is that you could be accepted at any time, and you can apply whenever. I I think that's what that means because. A lot of the colleges here, like um, how Common App, they start their applications on August 1st. 
a lot of the schools here, they start pretty much some of them really do start earlier than August 1st where you can get accepted at any time and you can apply at any time. I think that's what I believe that ruling admission is. Oh, so it's kind of like, well, of course they have a deadline for, you know, when you can apply and stuff, but is it like once you apply, they'll just give it back to you as soon as they make a decision? Yes, I, I believe that's what it was because that's how I applied to OSU. I applied during the summer. I, I applied in the summer and I got a um, decision back pretty like in about a month or two. I see. Okay, okay, that's good. So I have another question. You got your Oklahoma acceptances before you got Howard. So did Oklahoma give you any scholarships or financial aid that was sufficient enough that you wouldn't be in too much debt? Um, yes, surprisingly. So I got the most, I did get scholarships from Oklahoma schools, but surprisingly, I didn't get a, a lot of money from Oklahoma State University, but the, I got the most money from Tulsa University, which is a private institution. So did you apply to, you applied to Howard, of course, knowing it was binding, but did you know that you were going to get, uh, is Howard a private or a public? Let me know that first. It's a private school. Private school. So did you apply to Howard knowing that you'd be able to pay it if you got in? So that was one of the questions that came up to me when I was looking at schools. And so basically um, that was going to be a problem. But when I did look at it, I weighed all my options. And and I just thought I was like, maybe it's worth the price of paying or paying to go branch out and do something different rather than just staying at home. The tuition was very significantly different than the public school. I see. Okay. So do you, and now I'm sure a few months has passed since you've gotten your acceptance. So are you still confident in your choice? Um, Yes, I am confident in my choice, but, but now like I will say because of COVID, I, I really am kind of shaky on my college decision just because of um, the situation that we all are in, mm-hmm. because I don't know if I, because if I'm going to be online rather than in Oklahoma, I do know that some of some of them they're going to be on campus. So that's another thing. Is just is just will I be at home online learning when I could be in a, like a classroom setting or something? Yeah, because, that's the only thing that's really bothered me. Yeah, a lot of people are telling me that because they're saying how going online is obviously not the same as learning in the in-person classroom. And some, I know some people are taking a gap year because of that, because they don't want to be online or something. So that, that's yes. very interesting. So did that ever come to mind to take a year off? No. No? Okay. No. I see. So you are going to Howard University, you're binded there. And Howard University is a historically black college. So was that important to you? Yes, it it really was important to me, especially during the time that we are living in right now. So yeah, that was a very um, big aspect of my college decision as well. I see. And was Spelman College also histor- is is also historically black? Yes. So let's see. Do you, so you said you're going into nursing. So are you applying? Did you apply as a nursing major just because you pick you wanted to pick something, or is that what you're really passionate about? And if you are, how did you come to find that passion? So I applied as a nursing major because I want to be a physician's assistant. So um, one way to acquire the prerequisites for a physician's assistant is to become a nurse, like do nursing 
because that's what most people do before they go to um, mm-hmm. phys- uh, physician assistant school. So I felt as if being nursing is a great start for me to know to get to get to know the field better and to also get experience within the field as well. And DC, I know, I mean, DC is known for like its politics and stuff, but do you think you'll be able to find any substantial experience in the nursing field there or just as a physician's assistant? Well, yes, I I do believe that because Howard's nursing program is pretty um, accredited. So I do feel like I will get, I will learn a lot from there, but um I do realize that D.C. is very, it's very more of like political, like most people go there because of politics. But I do think I will actually learn a lot from nursing down there. And let's move, let's move on a little bit onto like just a little bit about your, you know, college life because it hasn't really started so far and we don't know how it's going to be. But did you like pick out a dorm dorm room or anything? Yes, I did pick out a dorm. (laughs) I see. And do you have like your dorm mate ready? Well, due to COVID, we're not going to have any roommates. So I'm really stuck in a room by myself. (laughs) That's interesting. So they're basically going to separate everyone? Yes, everyone has their own room. Oh, wow. And you guys, are there going to be any like dining halls or any student activities that are canceled? So our school, um, they're very known for their homecoming celebrations. Um, Mm -hmm. That was canceled this year. And um, dining options, I really don't know because the plan isn't finalized yet, which is kind of weird because school is about to start. But yeah. they were, um, I don't think their dining is going to be open. They were talking about doing like a Uber Eats kind of thing where they deliver your food to you. So I, I basically, I feel as if they're basically saying that we have to stay in our dorms at all times unless we're going outside to go walk around or exercise or something like that that damn that is like complete isolation (laughs) yes that's one thing that i'm actually kind of scared of yeah oh and you can't make do you do they have like a facebook page or anything have you contacted anyone um we have um we have a group me with i don't know if it's the entire freshman class but majority of the freshman class is in that group me and we do communicate and we also have um a group me with the people who are in our dorm building I see. Oh, my God. I feel so bad for you. And is it only freshmen returning to campus if they do let Um, you return? So they gave freshmen the um, the priority because, you know, we're the youngest on the campuses and it's our first year. So I I believe majority of the people on campus will be freshmen. And I think they chose priority from the lowest the lowest um, classification. I think that's what they did. Well, I, I really do hope the best for you. I feel so bad. Like, going into college is so much different than just going into high school or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, we're coming to an end here. So I want to ask you a couple more questions regarding the college process in general. So do you have any regrets in your college application? One regret I do have is um, when I first started out in high school, I, I don't know if I don't know what was going on with me, but I, I was still in middle school mode where, you know, I just I just felt I think I just took school as if it didn't count then, like my freshman year. I just felt like that's one thing that I will say is that I regret not trying as well, pushing myself as much as I could have. 
in my early years of high school. That's one thing I do regret. So did your early years, so you said you didn't really take school seriously in your freshman year. So did that affect your GPA overall? It did. It did significant. It did significantly. Like I wouldn't say it hurt me, but there was, there was times I do, I do see like in the past where I, I just did the work and I, like, I just, I settled for a lot of grades that I could have gotten up. Do you have any advice, any like precious advice for any college kids now? And it doesn't matter, well, high school students right now that are going to, you know, start applying for college. So what advice do you have in general? The advice I have is really just um, take it seriously because it, it will impact the next four years of your life. And these four years of your life, it really does determine your future. And also, um, don't stress yourself out so much because everything will be, it will be okay. Like everything will work out. That's one thing I will say is don't, don't stress yourself out so much about college. And also just go, go where you want to, if you, like, if you have your heart set on a college, just go there. That's really, honestly, it's your decision. I see. Okay. Thank, thank you so much for saying that. And I actually have another question that popped up while you were saying that. So you said freshman year affected your GPA. So were there any schools that you wanted to apply to, but you didn't because you thought your GPA was lower than their average? Um, yes, there there were a couple schools that, yeah, that that's how I that shifted me away from other schools that I wanted to apply to was mainly my GPA and ACT. Yes, I wanted to apply to Emory University. Emory mm-hmm. and I just felt as if my GPA was too low and my ACT score was it was really it was about under and as well as um University of Texas at Austin that was a that was one of my top schools as well but I just I didn't apply because I I didn't feel confident in my application to their school I see well I'm happy that you got into Howard University that was your top pick and I really hope that everything works out for you too thank you Thank you. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming today, Michelle. I, again, I hope the best for you. That's it for my interview with Michelle. I hope you enjoy it and I hope you subscribe because if you subscribe, you'll get notifications when I release new episodes. But other than that, I hope to see you guys later. Bye.